It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, July 22nd. I'm Donald Ware. I hope you had an absolutely outstanding weekend. And I'll tell you what, we had a great countdown to kick off in Durham, North Carolina. We had, of the 10 schools in the state of North Carolina that play HBCU football, seven of the head coaches came out. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. And uh, you can... Go to our Twitter page at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Also to our webpage, BoxToRow.com, to see all the fun we had. Also to our Instagram page, too, at B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, to see all of the great fun that we had at the countdown to kick off. We resume the HBCU Football Daily Podcast and resume in the SWAC. As on Friday, we took a look at Grambling, and on today, we're going to take a look at the Southern Jaguars, the defending SWAC Western Division champions, and they got a lot returning, including quarterback Ladarius Skelton, who was absolutely phenomenal, the 2018 Botch Impact Player Award winner, and had a chance to catch up with Dawson Odoms, the head football coach at Southern, at the SWAC Media Day on last week in Birmingham. So we're going to step aside. We'll take a break. We'll come back. You're going to hear from Dawson Odoms, the head football coach of Southern, as you're listening to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on the Box to Row Sports Network. Box to Row.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. Box to Row.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box to Row.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All American teams and weekly media coaches' bowls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And Box to Row.com, your HBCU sports leader. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. The biggest names are guests on Box to Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, uh, we've been through a lot as a team. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Michael Vick. Hi, this is Layla Ali. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Skylar Diggins. Hey, it's Alex Morgan with the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused. And I was really um, ready and serious. Just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. All right, in his eighth season as a head football coach at Southern is Dawson Odoms joins us here on the Box to Row HBCU Football Daily Podcast and here at SWAC Media Day. So this recruiting class you had is one of the because to me, this was one of the years that there were so many really good recruiting classes. Like it, the, it, it, it was, it was. It, well, when you have six or nine three-star kids, it makes it a little bit easier. But with that, talk about the recruiting class, and I mean, your you and your coaching staff really put in some work. Well, you know, I think the, on paper it's a, it's a really good class, but I, I don't think you really understand the magnitude of your class until probably two years into your program when these guys uh, become contributors in, in your program. But I think on paper with some of the guys we got and some of the needs that we had to had to fill, I think it's 
it's a tremendous job, I think, to be able to land some of these guys and to get them to come to Southern University. And it's all about potential, what you can become, and building relationships, going in the homes, and being who you are, and allowing parents to understand this is what we are about, this is what we stand on, and, and if your son want to be a part of it, this is what he can achieve. And I think when you explain that to parents and you be humble in your approach, I think you have a chance for a recipe for success. Yeah. Uh, any any guys that you expect, high school kids, that could come in and help you right away? Well, we're still in shorts. You know, we've been going through the summer, but I really think getting them in summer school and having a chance for them to learn what we're doing. Once we get into fall camp, they'll have a chance to showcase their talent because they will not be thinking. I think hearing it for the second time in fall camp, they're going to be able to go forward and say, okay, I got it now. And now we can really evaluate their talent. So right now it's still uneasy about what they can do because it's a learning curve for them. But I think once we get in the pass in the fall camp, we're going to see them see the reason why we signed most of these guys. Back at the top of the Western Division, it's been a little while in 2018. Just your thoughts on 2018? Well, you know, I thought it was a season that came together. I think we, the one question mark that we have, we didn't get an answer to about week six um, about who's going to be the quarterback. And if we got good quarterback play, we had a, a good team that we could put together a good run. And we found the quarterback. And now was that you go into the all season, he gets his second season on his belt and. He got an offseason, so now you look at it and it says you got a quarterback. What's the next big question? I think on offense is rod receiver. I think if our rod receivers rise up and, and make plays for us, then we got a chance to be be as good as anybody on offense. Defensively, I think it's going to be corner. Uh, we, we had two seniors starting at corner. Now we had some backups that played last year, so they got game experience. Now or are they going to be the kind of players that we thought they could be? And we signed them two years ago, so – our recruiting classes are starting to starting to show. So those guys are playing for us, and if they become the players that we think they can become, then I think we got a chance to really be successful as a team. Yeah, Ladarius Skelton, I mean, what a season for him, impact player. I mean, he's got to be the impact player of the league, possibly in HBCU and then even FCS. So to talk about him how and how, you know, he was put into a tough – if my memory serves me correctly, y'all were coming off – or Southern was coming off a bad loss the week before he came in, you put him in, sailed the rest of the season. So talk about how he progressed throughout the course of 2018. Well, you know, I thought we did a great job from a from a staff of tailoring our calls and plays to to make him successful. And coming out of that bye week, he took the ball by the horns and, and you know, I said, you're going to get the keys. Where we go is going to be solely up to you. If you want to stay in the driver's seat, then play well. And he did that. And I'm very grateful for him and I'm very supportive of him uh, because he has it. He has a tremendous ability. <clears throat> and I think this next season you're going to see uh, the growth that it, it takes to be a successful quarterback. So the sky's the limit of how good Darius Dar Skelton can become a quarterback at Southern University. Yeah, what, what did you see from him in spring? Um, what did you see from him in spring? Yeah, I saw the confidence. You know, I saw a confident football player. saw a lot of smiles. Uh, saw a lot of good throws in the area where he had struggled some in the past. So going in the right place with the football, making better reads, having a better understanding. So I think the when you do that, you got a great chance to be successful. And with him, he don't need a whole lot. Uh, our playbook don't have to be elaborate because he has the one ingredient that, that you don't have to coach, and that's uh, God-gifted talent. And 
he has ability. So when you have that, uh, he can make plays with his arm or with his feet. And uh, like I said, as he go, we were going offense, but I'm excited about the steps he took uh, coming out of spring ball. Offensive line, What uh, t- talk about the, the line. Five returning starters. So we all be able to protect and run the ball, I can tell you that. So, And we got about nine, nine, ten, eleven guys that we can play. So we're deep on the old line. So, And I think in order for you to be successful, and we're going to rotate those guys. So to be able to play ten uh, linemen in a, in, a, in a game is going to play dividends for us. Because once we get to the second half of the season, that's, that's why I hope our depth begin to pay off. So uh, get these guys some early game experience. We get four games to play people before they can red shirt. So we're excited about that. But our old line, Coach Chinsbury has done an outstanding job. They've been some of the, the leaders of our, of our offensive side of the football. In the running back position, what does that look like? <laughs> it's, we got Devon being back. You know, he's been a leader for us. Uh, got a transfer in there from um, – Indiana, that's going to do a lot of for us. That's Craig Nelson. Um, also, uh, Mims is back, who played for us last year. So, I mean, we're deep. We go about four, four or five deep at running back. So, I don't know. It's going to be hard to get carries over there. But, you know, hopefully we can stay healthy. And uh, those them guys know what they're doing in protection. We don't care which one of them's out there because they all have a skill set that I think can help us win football games. You know, it seems like, I mean, the defense maybe in past years struggled a little bit, but it seemed like last year was it was, it was, it was much better. So talk about that, why it was better, and then who was some of the impact players for 2019? Well, I think experience. I think you got to think Coach Oliver came in and new defense, and guys had to learn that defense. And now that they know it, we didn't change a whole lot. It might simplify some things, but – I think at the end of the day, our guys have a good understanding of what we want to do and what we're trying to do. They they know it better than some of their coaches because a lot of their coaches just got there this spring. So, but the biggest thing is is that it um, continue to improve run defense, um, doing some things to really make that better. But I, I say Montavious Gaines, Calvin Lunkins, the Cavian Champion, those guys are are three seniors that uh, right up the middle. So D line, linebackers, and safety. And I think when you got seniors at those positions, you got a chance to really be successful. Yeah, what does it mean to have a guy like um, like a Danny Johnson um, that uh, is playing in the, with, with the skin? I believe he's still with the Redskins, playing in the in, in the National Football League. And how does that also help um, getting guys to commit to playing at Southern? Uh, Danny just spoke to our team last Wednesday, and to be able to hear him say that, you know, it was really a question and answer deal because. I wanted our guys to really be engaged with the conversation. He did a fantastic job. He's a fantastic person. Uh, but it lets people know you can make it. And I think that's what he said. He came to Southern to prove you could go to the NFL from Southern. And he wanted to stay home, raise his little boy, and stay close. And once he stepped foot on campus, he didn't work to, to be the best in the swag. He worked, he worked to be one of the best in the country. And he got that honor by going to the Senior Bowl. And I think when you do that, you got a chance to see, you know, why he not only I believe he's a great person, but you also got a chance to see his talent against some of the better teams. We played Georgia during his tenure, you know, uh, UTSA, and he had a chance to play against TCU. So, so you know, he had a chance to play in some of these games that, that says, you know what, um, Danny Johnson deserved to be in uh, the NFL. And the last two thoughts, the schedule. What, what, does, what are some of the non-conference games? What does that look like? 
Well, I mean, we opened up with Nice, and then we traveled to Memphis, get Elwood Waters at home. Then we go on the road to Tallahassee and take on FAMU. So we start the season right at the gate. No cupcakes, man. Uh, like I told our guys, uh, we're going to know right off the bat how good we are. So got to have a great fall camp, get ready to focus on McNeese. And once the season kick off, there, there are no do-overs. There are no regrets. We got to be locked in and ready to go, and I think the Jazz will be ready. And then lastly, again, eight years at Southern, and I, I talked with um, Coach Maynard about this. You know, you're a guy from Shelby, North Carolina, which has produced some really good athletes. A lot of your coaching tenure, especially as an assistant coach, more in North Carolina, more East Coast. Um, and now you've established a really good program, you know, in the southwestern part of the United States. So, you know, what, what does that uh, sort of mean to you to be able to, um, you know, come from where you came from and be able to establish Southern, which is already, you know, a really good program, but to be able to kind of rekindle it and get it it going to where it once was well the first thing is knowing that it's not me you know I'm not I, I'm not good enough to to do this you know I grew up in a small country town dirt roads and you know I understand that I know that God has given me some some ability to do some things in life and I'm using that platform to achieve that but I think at the end of the day it doesn't matter one man I'm a ball coach and I think I got some talents as a leader that allow me to get the best out of those who don't believe they can achieve the best. And when I came to Southern University and I was given the opportunity to be the head coach, I was thrown into a predicament that I wouldn't wish upon nobody. But at the end of the day, I embrace it. I find out what I can control, what can I do, and then you roll your sleeves up and go to work. There's no substitute for work ethic, and there's no substitute for, for the love of God. And I think when you have that, you got a chance to be successful. I mean, I'm taking over, I took over a program that was at the rock bottom and been able to be consistent. And somebody asked me about my deal. Uh, you can't pay me for that. Uh, the smiles I see on the people face around campus, the smiles I see on our players' face, um, there's no substitute for that because I know that doing this adverse times, I've been able to put smiles on people's face. And God's been able to achieve some things that, Prior to me being at Southern University, I don't know if they thought they could achieve. That for, as long as I'm able to do that and love these players, I think I can go anywhere and be a head coach and be successful because those intangibles are going to always be with me. Well said. Thank you, Coach. Always a pleasure. Thank you. That's a look at the Southern Jaguars who were decidedly picked to win the SWAC's Western Division to repeat as SWAC Western Division champions. On tomorrow, we stay in the SWAC's Western Division, and we're going to take a look at the Prairie View A&M Panthers and hear from head coach Eric Dooley. If you're enjoying these podcasts, don't keep them a secret. Tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast as we get you set for the start of the HBCU football season. Download us at BoxToRow.com. Download the podcasts at BoxToRow.com. Also, you can listen right on BoxToRoad.com as well. Talk with you tomorrow.